millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm one of your hosts, Krusty, and I'm with Sean. Keeney. Hello, guys. And Fishcake. Hello. How are you doing? Fishcake. Yeah, that's a new one. So we had a pretty exciting week, um, as well as the the usual um, wrestling shows that we we tune into all the time. We actually went to WWE Live in London the other day, um, had a thoroughly good time. Um, Fisher, what did you think about it? Yeah, well, it was just great to be back at a wrestling show. It's been sort of two years, you know, we booked the tickets in 2019, I think, for, for intending to go in 2020, May, I think, somewhere around there. And yeah, it obviously got cancelled twice. And then they finally toured and we got our tickets. We had brilliant seats. As if, if, if anyone's seen on our Twitter pictures, we've had brilliant, we had brilliant view. Um, and it was just a really fun night. Great to have um, a house show sort of feel about it. Really good atmosphere. Good night of wrestling, fun matches. So yeah, just a brilliant night overall. Um, yeah, can't wait to do it again soon. Um, yeah. Don't think we'll go on the November tour, but if they tour early next year, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll be doing it again. Yeah, I, I think we're ready, aren't we, for um, the shows to come back again, the Raw Smackdowns to come back over. But like for us guys, it was all our first experiences of a house show. So it's a very different feel to your usual weekly shows because usually you're sat waiting during adverts and there's a lot of downtime and it's you know you obviously the the tv shows for the for the people at home it's not for the people in the crowd so it's, it's a very different atmosphere and uh the wrestlers were just i mean i'm sure people listening to this have probably been before but the wrestlers were just kind of off their leash they're all being a bit more playful it was all like a bit more of a pantomime type feel um, I, I thought that the atmosphere i, I think you mentioned the ready fish um i think the atmosphere was was so good to, to be around and um I think for me the main thing was um, Drew mentioning that we may be getting a or he, he's pushing for a pay per view in the UK. Um, yeah. We recorded it um, and put it up on our socials and it got a fair bit of traction, uh, including Zaya Brookside gave it a like the uh, NXT cool. NXT UK superstar. So if you're listening, Zaya, um, give us a follow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, so it, it was great, and um, I, I think this is something. I mean. Can you imagine if, if they bring a pay-per-view to the UK? How oh, it would be incredible. It's be. a dream of ours, isn't it? Um, yeah. We, we, that would be amazing. And uh, as Drew mentioned, it's it's 30 years ne- next year since the anniversary of SummerSlam being in the UK. 
So I'm not anticipating they're going to bring SummerSlam or a major pay-per-view like that. But I think we may get um, something similar to Crown Jewel, which, to be honest, I think they're going to try and impress us. So I can imagine the lineup will be insane. Um, Yeah. One thing I will say, I I was pretty sceptical about this show at first because I've always purposely booked the live shows over the the WWE live house shows. Um, But I was really presently surprised. It was nice to see some wrestlers that you would normally see have a five minute match uh, end pretty abruptly, have almost 20 minutes in ring. Um, And and something Drew mentioned, uh, which could really, you could really see is the wrestlers not taking it for granted these shows anymore. Um, And we can't really comment because we've not (laughs) seen them before, but um, in, in this sort of scenario, but I thought the wrestling was absolutely amazing. Um, better than what we see on TV week in, week out on Raw and SmackDown for sure. Um, and, and one of the standout matches was actually Becky versus Bianca. Um, considering we haven't actually seen Becky wrestle properly since, um, since she's come back from having a baby, it was amazing. And she was just so good in ring and Bianca Belair, uh, I could honestly say is probably one of, if not the best female in-ring wrestler. Um, and watching her live was just incredible. She was she was unbelievable. So I'm really excited for that Extreme Rules match now. Yeah, yeah I, I think I agree with you. Sorry. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, that was, for me, that was the highlight of the night, the match of the night. Um, that and, the, and Drew, obviously his promo after telling us about the pay-per-view and the match with Jinder, a street fight. Um, it was good, wasn't it? it was, I, I, actually, I thought Jinder looked all right in that one. Yeah, yeah, and he wasn't just doing his headlocks in the middle of the really ring. Really enjoyable. Forward, <laughs> yeah. was it? it was, it was really, yeah, because it was a street fight, I guess. You know, there was weapons and you know big spots in it, and it was, it was a really fun match. And there was nothing, there was nothing there where I was like, oh, this is boring. Whereas sometimes when you're on a TV show, you might have a promo that drags too long, or you've got too many backstage um, yeah. video package type promos, and that people don't come out, and then you're disappointed. The only thing yeah. we didn't get was obviously we didn't get it was a SmackDown tour, and we didn't get Roman Reigns or the Usos, but. I think having Drew there did make up for that a little bit. And obviously we got mm. Becky, which when the tour was announced, she wasn't even back in WWE. So I think they made up for it. Um, so in the end, I was a bit, a little bit frustrated when they, they announced that Roman wasn't going to be there, um, which we'll get to later. Cause obviously he was on raw, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, I felt I didn't really, I obviously I would have loved to have seen him, but I didn't, yeah, I come didn't out really of it. notice at the time. Yeah. I didn't come out of it thinking, Oh, this is, you know, it's a real shame. They weren't there. I was happy with what we got. Yeah, I, I think there are a lot of um, feel-good moments throughout the night. I think, obviously, completely echo you to say that the, the main event between Becky and Bianca was insane. And, and I thought Becky, uh, not Becky, sorry, Bianca was the standout of the whole night for me. But some of like her reversals and just just and just like the strength she shows. I know we see it on TV all the time, but just to see it in front of you, it's insane. I, I just think she's she's so good and. Um, I, I think we, we all got lucky because we got to see, I mean, and obviously we're with the Newcastle, Glasgow, Cardiff ones as well. We got to see uh, a preview really for Sunday's match at Extreme Rules, I think. Because like, uh, I think, Krusty, you said it's um, it's Becky's first match really back. I mean, she she's, she won the title, but that was... It wasn't a, a match, a, was it? Yeah, it was, it was a 10-second job. So this is yeah. her first. And again, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but is this their first tour they've done since... COVID have they done tours they've done a couple of shows they haven't done a tour yeah, yeah. so you know I, I think I think we're very Makes lucky feeling a bit special 
yeah, definitely. And I think, again, just, just, just echo what you guys say about so if anyone's thinking, I, I know uh, people may be thinking the same that, that I did, because I know they've announced the tour in the UK in November and it's going to be WWE Live again, not televised. But I can honestly say, if you're unsure whether you'd enjoy it, you will. So don't hesitate. Go, go see it. I think it's, it's yeah. fantastic. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy yourselves like we did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think just on that quick in that November tour, just a um, heads up. I'm sure I've read online that they're um, bringing the SmackDown guys over for the start of the tour and then the Raw guys for the second half of the tour. They're, they're like coinciding it with, with the TV tapings. So the first half of the week when Raw's taped, they're bringing the SmackDown guys over and the second half. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. The Raw. So I think everyone is coming over just the different stages. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I just think that's worth noting as well for guys who want to go. But yeah, definitely go for it, guys. I mean, maybe so we'll look out for Raw then, so we can see the other guys. Yeah. Well, now, yeah, I, there's I a local see, one. I do want to see Raymond still. Mm. That's the one. I, so I, speaking I, I, of Becky, yeah, go on. SmackDown. What did we think? Yeah, so I, I actually think Becky is probably the place to start on SmackDown this week. Um, because the show closed with the Bianca Belair homecoming um, back in Knoxville. Um, I mean, I, I, I get why Kane introduced her, but it's a bit weird Kane being I thought that's a cool moment. It was cool. But I popped just... when I heard his music. He came out as the mayor. Not, I'd have loved yeah. it more if he came out just as Kane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally with the mask on and everything. That would have that would have popped me. But, that that um... would have been good. You'd be like a Pringle, wouldn't you? If, if, if that had happened. But, uh, <laughs> We've I got the was... sponsorships out again. <laughs> we have <laughs> Pringle sponsored. Um, no, I, I, I thought it was brilliant. And I thought... Um, Again, b- both um, performers on the mic just performed. They they, they were so good, both of them. Um, and I, I always, speaking of popping, I always pop for uh, Bianca saying, you don't go here. It's, yeah. such a, it's such a simple catchphrase, but, and I kind of knew it was coming because I, it was like quite obviously building up to that catchphrase. I was like, yeah, go, go for it. And I, I, I have to admit, so far, I'm on Belair's side. I know she's the face, but. You know, I I I I would love Belair to win the title back off Becky. I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh, no, nor do I. I, I love but, that as well. Uh, I would love it. And w- one thing that made me think it's possible. I mean, also we've got we've got this week's SmackDown to go, but um, Becky come out on top again here. Yeah, but I, that links into what I was gonna say about this segment. The one thing I didn't like about it is is I knew what was gonna happen because every time someone's in their hometown in WWE. They never get the. They never. They either lose the match or they get. If it's a segment, they come out looking bad to get heel heat. Yeah. Um, AEW does it kind of the other way around. If you yeah, know, it's like a lot of the time the, the hometown heroes win. And I prefer that method. I think it should be mixed so it's not so too predictable. But in WWE, I just knew that Becky was going to get the better of that exchange. And it. it I like the segment, and I, I, I thought everything they did was good. But it was kind of, um, every time they do that, I'm like, oh, can't you just give the crap? I mean, I'm sure when the cameras went off, they probably did something afterwards where Belair got a revenge or something for the for the crowd. But for watching on TV, it did look a bit like, you know, oh, Be- Becky's got the better of Belair here. And it's, I just don't really get why they do that all the time. But- yeah, I, I, I think... I think I, I think I agree. With you. I think I prefer a, the AW style of it of just having the hope. But well, it just really, makes sense really, for the crowd. You want it mixed, so you want it but, mixed. Yeah, it doesn't bother me as a TV viewer, but uh, I just think if I was in their shoes, you want you want the the good, the, you want the uh, the happy ending, really, don't you? You know, you don't want the. Um... I bet you do. 
<laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> you the Bishop loves a happy ending. That's good. Yeah. See that trending. You, uh, I knew that was <laughs> a bad choice of this words. Podcast. <laughs> I knew that was a bad choice of words. Um, um, yeah, so I, I think another thing from SmackDown, if we're ready to move on, is um, Seth's promo. I mean, again, it wasn't a match on the show, but I thought, Seth, and the first thing I want to mention about this is his his choice of suit was phenomenal. He had this Ice, always. silver suit, silver tie, silver shoes. He looked like horrific, but I loved it. Absolutely <laughs> loved it. It was tin foil. He looked like tin foil. Yeah, he's, it was... <laughs> he's awesome. He just gained one step. He's like, you know, the the, the saying is dialed up to level. He's dialed up to like 20, 30. He is so like over the top. It is brilliant. And um, I, I thought his promo was really good. Um, a proper heel promo saying that um, it's, it's, it's very um, standard, really, to say that it's, it's a crowd's fault, not his fault. You, you drove me to this. It's kind of the standard heel promo, but he delivered it really well. And he, he set up a third match between them, didn't he? He said, yeah, I, I, I assume that was going to happen anyway after the segment, um, and, um, after the match. You know, I wonder, you know, what, what are your guys' thoughts? When, when do you reckon that that, that will be? Well, Extreme Rules is too soon. I, I, think, I know we um, kept mentioning Hell in a Cell, but we made a bit of a mess of that, didn't we? It used I, to be around November, but that's changed, hasn't it? Yeah, I forgot that Hell in a Cell had already happened. And I think on last week's podcast, I said, I'd love to see it as a Hell in a Cell match, which I, I don't know. As T- I think TLC may be an upcoming event after Saudi. Or it might just be Survivor Series. I'm not sure. But I think, I've heard anyway that Edge TLC. That could be good. Mm. If they had a TLC match... That would be good. Because it's like Edge's yeah, exactly. bread and butter. Yeah. I'd like that. That would make a sense real good play. I'd never um, thought of that. That'd be awesome. And then mm. Seth could stomp him off of the top of a ladder through a table. <laughs> Onto a chair. Well, that, that would be mad, but yeah. Or just have Edge spear Seth off the top. That'd be... For a table, either either a one of those... I think the the spear is probably more realistic than the stomp off the top of the ladder. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I heard Edge cool. maybe maybe gone for a little while, um, you know, to take yeah. some time off. Um, so if that's the case, I mean, I think you, they could even put this feud through to like Royal Rumble or WrestleMania season. I, I don't know about that, but I think it's possible. Yeah, they maybe may, they we, may go. We just they, need, need to see we just it out need for them. Seth. I wonder whether Seth maybe gets into a title picture somehow and it starts to build, get momentum, and then Edge messes it up for him, which then brings us back again. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We're going to get a third match. It's just a matter of when, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, just ahead then, I was thinking about the uh, depth chart on on the show's kind of who's who's the faces he he can go against. But the draft's next week, isn't it? It's um, Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not gonna, I'm pretty that. sure he's not going to move over, but yeah, but there's going to be he, you know, people are going to come over to Damien Smackdown. Priest or someone could be on SmackDown or so. Mm. You know, I'm trying to think of Hill's faces. Like, can you imagine that Priest Rollins could be, could be a good uh, feud, especially if Priest loses the title, um, or even yeah, if he doesn't. Good. I guess, um, but yeah, I, I think yeah, I'm, I'm just Hardy, very intrigued. That could be something interesting. It could because, be, you know, Seth's history with Edge. Um, as well, yeah. I think that could be something interesting. Or I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other baby faces on Raw that could move over. There's not that many. I mean, I, I can't see RKO, you know, or anything like that. RKO, bro. Um, yeah. You know, AJ Styles is a heel. I'm just trying to think of top people. But yeah, they've got to keep him busy in the meantime, well, haven't Drew, they? To keep the few. Of course, Drew. Yeah, they've got to keep. The thing is, they've got to keep Seth busy and interesting in the meantime. If they're going to drag the feud out, because otherwise, if Seth just does nothing for ages, kind of kills. 
set some momentum on that as well. Um, because like you say, he, he feels like after that ma- amazing match at um, MSG, feels like <laughs> Seth's on a bit of a roll and obviously he got the win and the hot angle afterwards. I did like the promo, but I did think it was, went on a little bit too long. Um, and I like Seth's promo styles and that, but I just, it was so long. How um, very dare you? Yeah, well, it would just, it did drag a little bit. Um, especially, when you know, especially when you know it's one where someone's not going to come out. Well, actually, like, that, that's what I was hoping there would be like someone to come out i mean I, yeah. I, honestly i don't know who but just someone no but yeah because when it's just one person talking to the crowd pro a long promo is hard to do because you're not got anyone to bounce off and that's why i felt it just dragged a little bit just because he was kind of repeating himself a little bit over again and to, i get that he was trying to get his point across but um yeah it was good it was fine but um yeah yeah um i think the other thing from SmackDown, which stood out, which again, which isn't a match, we haven't really mentioned the matches. I mean, there's obviously just quickly on, on the matches. The first match, the six person tag, uh, not six person, the tag, Big E and Bala Vidusos was good, but I think. Yeah, I mean, we haven't we'll, mentioned, we'll, it feels, yeah. feels weird that we haven't mentioned. We'll probably get into Smackdown more and, more Roman talk yeah. when, we, when we get to Raw. When because we? they were on Raw as well, I feel like the more important stuff that happened in that story. That was yeah, it, it was sort of a filler <clears throat> show compared to the rest of the week, I think. Yeah. But a. Uh, a recharge wrestling favorite in Naomi, who we seem to mention every week for some reason. I thought her little thing with Sonia finally was uh, kind of coming to a head. And I think, I think this week we're getting a match this week. I Is it yeah. Naomi's first match? The thing is, she got the fines, didn't she, by doing this? And, yeah. Um, I, I just wonder where the storyline's going. I'm hoping it's leading to Naomi be Sonia Deville because that'll feel like a really fresh thing because Naomi's not really been wrestling. Sonia Deville's not been wrestling and I would love to see them go at it. Um, it may be a case of Sonia just gets someone else to wrestle on her behalf. Yeah. Or, or I wouldn't like mind that. that for a while. I'd actually quite like um, a bit of a build, kind of like MJF we did with Jericho. Um, with the, what did he call it? The, the five labors. Five labors. Yeah. Something like that. Basically, Sonia saying, well, you're not touching me until yeah. you... Yeah, go through these hoops mainly because I want to see Naomi wrestle. What I don't want to happen is we get this one match, which will probably go on first at a pay per view, and that'll be it. Um, I don't yeah. want that for Naomi because yeah. she's a really good wrestler. Unless um, she she could do good promos. So hopefully mm. we we get a few matches on SmackDown and Raw of different opponents, not the same, not the same one every week, please. Um, and hopefully build up to that match. Uh, and I'm hoping they could make it be really, really good. The only um, the thing I've mentioned before with Naomi is I wouldn't mind seeing obviously join the bloodline with Raymond and the Usos. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's what I think this is headed. I'm hoping that, that if I I don't mind her not having loads of matches and going on a winning streak if that's the case because I think yeah, you could I have agree. her. Lo- I think you could have her lose to Sonya Deville or whoever. Yeah, and then get and then up. get really like down and ju- and yeah. the Usos are just like. That could us. be awesome, and then that's the way Roman she gets comes dominant. and picks her up or something. That yeah. could be that could and, be really. Good. And then she goes on a winning streak, you know, once yeah. she joins the family, and and then maybe even down the line, challenges or wins the the women's t- title. I would love that. Yeah, I I want to see. I think again, I think that's just a few weeks back. I want to see Naomi as a heel, and I think the best place for this to go in my head is Naomi not actually to get a match, and so maybe next week she has a match, but. But actually, Sonia comes out and says, actually, we've decided to cut this match short because the show's running too long or something. And just like keep keep getting in Naomi's mm. way. And then Naomi, in the end, has to turn to Usos and Heyman and Roman and be like, 
you know, can you guys help me out here? Because I'm getting nowhere. And then that's how she joins the bloodline. She turns heel and maybe she attacks um, Bianca. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, of, of a big face, you know, someone like Bianca and just sets up something that way. That That's what I see this head in. I think she's, she's going to authority and getting pushed back. She's getting pushed down because she's not seen as a big enough deal. And I think she has a clear link in with a very, you know, the biggest deal on the show. Um, some mm. people that have authority. So I think for me, I've, that's that's what I see this head in. I hope so. I hope so. Because I think yeah. that'd be a great yeah, maybe it's more hope, destination. I can see it. I can see a way how they get there. So I think no in WWE, they'll they'll have a they'll drag this out, they'll keep um spinning the wheels and then they'll just transfer over to Raw and nothing will happen. Or something like stupid yeah. like that. Well they saw your reason Raw as well, isn't she? So yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, hopefully that won't happen, but I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. Um should we move on to Raw? Is there anything else um, next, uh, SmackDown? Sorry. The only the only thing I was gonna say about um SmackDown that kind of links into Naomi and, and the women's division. Is I my skid mark last week was um, obviously the women's match being cut on the 9/11 tribute um, Zelina again. with Zelina and um, that, but that match actually happened last week, um, so I was quite happy when I saw that that match was finally happening. I was like, well, you know, that was my skid mark. So they're doing the match, which was obviously Zelina and Carmella versus Tony Storm and Liv Morgan, and then they did a two-minute match. Had Carmella walk off because she hurt her nose, made a bit of a joke of it, but I will say. The end result of getting Liv, Liv Morgan on a one 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 match on a uh, pay per view is quite a good result for that. Um, I wasn't expecting a pay per view match to come from this because it's been a really like it's barely been a feud. Let's be honest. There's been of all the big feuds that are happening right now, even on SmackDown, but in WWE in general, yes. the last thing I expected was to see Liv Morgan be Carmella. But I'm happy that they're going to hopefully get a match of time on it. I mean, I think you're being. Uh... Hopeful now. I'm expecting this to go on the uh, pre-show and last about ten minutes. Well, even ten minutes is good, I guess. But I, I yeah, think it'll be a, a minutes pre-show is, match. No one really eight minutes longer or, or remembers. That's eight minutes longer than they'll get on SmackDown. So yeah, that's true. You know, um, it might well be the pre-show match, but if it, you know, I'd rather that than um, nothing. And I, th- I'm hoping as well that maybe because Liv, Liv Morgan's been quite well protected, she's won matches quite a lot on SmackDown. I'm hoping that they're putting this on the pay-per-view maybe because she's going to be the next challenger for Becky. Yeah, I definitely want to see Liv get the win. So I'd love to see Liv beat Carmella and then do Becky Lynch v Liv Morgan for the title. I think that would be a really fresh, interesting feud. I mean, yeah, Becky I think win. Liv's great in ring. So I, I'd like to see her against a decent opponent, be able to show off what she can actually do. I've, ever since the Riot Squad, I've said she was the standout, in my opinion, in terms of in-ring yeah. Um, yeah. ability. So, yeah, let, let's hope that uh, that goes somewhere. Yeah. All right. So... Raw is war. Raw is war. And we had a war in the main event between three behemoths, Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley, Big E. I mean, guys, what did you think of this one as a main event? I mean, it's spectacular. It was very... I mean... We mentioned last week sort of Biggie winning the title. It's kind of hot shot booking their trailer, but I don't understand why people would complain at WWE trying and trying to put on a good show. So for me, it's a great thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I wasn't expecting that main event. Obviously, we got we the tag match was announced in advance of the the six man tag team match of uh, the new day. Yeah, that's how it came about, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I, and then when that went on, I was expecting that to kind of main event the show. And then, so obviously when that opened the show, I was like, oh, something fishy's happening here. This is going to end in DQ. And then we're going to get something else later. Luckily, it didn't end in DQ. It probably should have, knowing the rules. 
because uh, Bobby Lashley come <laughs> down and just beat the crap out of everyone. I loved it. Yeah, I, I, I love I love the fact they didn't DQ it, but normally I loved the aggression in that match. It just it really took me by surprise when Roman like went crazy on the outside yeah. on Kofi. And I was like, wow, that is what I want to see. Just like real aggression. It looked like he was just throwing him around like a rag doll, which I want to see more of. Um rather than Superman punches and things like that. I just want to see him proper brutalise people. Um, and I thought it was it was so cool. I, I thought Roman looked fa- fantastic in that match. I think it really yeah, did. it's funny because I, I agree with you, Roman, but actually I come away from that opening match, the New Day Bloodline match, thinking about how great Lashley looked because yeah. I think it's so easy. WWE is so good at just well a good bad depends how you look at it but but someone you know someone beats someone for the title and then they drop someone and they I, I thought they're just moving on to this biggie roman feud building a long build for survivor series or something but lashley's still about um you know roman biggie i just love how they have all these top guys and biggie's the top guy he was treated properly i, I mentioned last yeah. week i was worried how, how he'd be treated this is exactly what i wanted to see from biggie when he Treat walks in. into um I mean, they all walked into, um, well, Big E, Lashley, and Paul Heyman walked into Pierce and DeVille's office. And I thought, Big E is exactly how I wanted him to be. That's exactly how he should react um, to, yeah. to, 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 to it, that kind of it was great. Um, thing. And I thought he, he, he looked like he belonged in that main I, event. What he I was. loved about this show, the opening segment, the, the promos going backstage and the main event, is it made all three of them look really, really good? It didn't make yeah. one of them look like an idiot. Um, the only, the only thing was obviously Roman won both times and, and Biggie lost both times. Technically, he didn't get pinned, but um, you know, I thought maybe the second one they would have Biggie win. Um, mm. That was my slight, slight criticism, but that is nitpicking. They're going to protect Roman all the yeah. time because yeah. they want and, the Brock. And, and I think they still, big. to be fair, they still made Roman uh, Biggie look great. Yeah, in the everyone match because great. He did a big yeah. ending on Roman, and he would have. It that looked like cool. he was going to pin him. The yeah. three, but Lashley broke it up. So they did protect. They did make Biggie look a really big deal. Um, and I think and Lashley again has a, has had another surge. I, I said a couple of weeks back, I was getting bored of him, and I wanted him to. Well, it's interesting now. Go, but like the the as I mentioned about Roman, the aggression he has and the power, and then that spear he did. Well, I mean, all the spears were cool, but the spear he did on Biggie through the barricade. I always love a big spear through something. So <laughs> yeah. through the barricade with the two big, huge guys, I think that was just really cool. And I, I, I'm actually excited to see him in that feud again. Yeah. Um, what, um, I also sorry. wanted to mention that actually, I think the other week I, I mentioned I was bored of New Day. This has now reversed my opinion. I'm now excited again about what they're doing. Uh, mm. This is the sort of stuff I want them to be involved in. Not necessarily the main guys, but they're involved in getting in, getting in amongst these main feuds, getting beaten up a bit, but also doing some real cool, cool high flying moves and taking some big hits. Which, like, like with Roman Kofi, made that look so good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the sort of thing I want them to do, rather than just playing up to the crowd all the time. Uh, I've had enough of pancake throwing and things like that. Yeah, I think um, the, the issue with the New Day is when they're booked the same and they just keep winning the tag titles. I think when they're actually involved in stuff that's interesting, they're they're amazing. Because they've got such good, char- char- they're very charismatic. They're great in the ring. You know, there's nothing 
bad about them in that sense. Um, one, one thing that I think is interesting, we mentioned um, Lashley a minute ago being more interesting. What's going to be interesting going forward is obviously MVP is away now because he's yeah. having um, knee surgery. Um, and Lashley actually cut that sort of fierce promo on his own. And Lashley's not known for his promo strength, but I think he's done quite well recently with his promos. But what is interesting is obviously Roman has the backup with the Usos. Big E has the backup with the New Day. I would absolutely love to see Lashley now go and get the Hurt Business back and be like yeah. a three-on-three-on-three on three on three feud. How amazing would that be if you got yeah, you Hurt Business, New Day and the Usos all like warring over... It, I think that could be really something. It's something AEW does well, where they do sort of interfeuding things well, and you know, faction warfare involving a lot of people in one feud. I think if WWE went down that road with these people at the top at the top of the card, I think that could be some amazing TV. And like you say, you can get you can get great matches because you can keep it fresh. You don't have problem is when you get like a two on two feud or three or three feud. There's only so much you can do, but you could really. Um, you know, play out quite a long feud because you could have uh, Lashley v. I don't know. Uh, well, you can have anything. So. I mean, Cedric and Shelton are great in ring, and uh, I mean, I, I, it's, I don't see storyline wise how it can happen because of how they, like, they fell out of each other. Like, they got I know, embarrassed I... by Lashley. I just don't <laughs> see how they can go back. Unless, think, unless like, thing... money talks or something, they, they could do, like, a, that kind of... Well, I think you can just have Lashley go backstage and be like, look, I need I need some backup and sort of... I think Cedric Lashley's and... going on his own now, I think. I think that's probably the most likely thing, but I, I think would love to be, see. he's gone now. Well, he, he has, again, without... <laughs> Like, shall I make too weird an analogy? I think I think he's blossomed like 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 a lovely little flower last year. I think he's, <laughs> I think I think he's really blossomed. What a into, lovely flower! It's a, a lovely little flower, Lashley. I think he's blossomed like from this guy who couldn't really do a promo a couple of years back to some guy now who I, te- I think everyone takes seriously. And I think I think you can trust him on his own. I don't I don't think he needs MVP anymore. I don't know MVP's injured and he would still be there, but. Yeah, I still think MVP adds a lot to his act, and when he comes back... Yeah, I, I just think if you say 18 months ago, MVP is away from Lashley, you think, oh, well, you, I worry about Lashley now, I'm not quite sure whether he can do it, but I think now, I think, you know... I'd like to see, um, eventually, MVP on commentary, just want to say. I think that'd be really good. Oh, he's, he has done a little bit, hasn't he? On any of the shows, yeah. as a full-time thing. Mm. I still yeah. think he has really quite good. a lot to offer as, as a manager for now. But when he's yeah. When he's done, I mean... But yeah, I, I don't. I mean, know. I, I, I don't really think he's going to do done. much wrestling. Um, yeah, I don't really like him wrestling because he does tag matches with Lashley and he just plays the role. Well, you know, he's going to be the guy who takes the pin up. Yeah, uh, kind of. Don't really want to see that anymore. Um, so, something else from Raw, I think we definitely need to get into is Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. I think they had one of the best promos I've seen on Raw, back and forth promos I've seen on Raw for a little while. I thought it was brilliant. They were both basically deconstructing each other's characters. And I think kind of the highlight of, of the whole thing was when um, the crowd wooed and then um, Alex was like, that's not even yours. Um, yeah. And I then Charlotte was, was like, good. don't talk to me about um, originality. And the reason I, that, it's just brilliant. The reason that was real. so good. It, that yeah, the reason, real. That, wasn't, that clearly wasn't scripted. No, it wasn't, it no. Was impro- you, you could tell it was improvised. You and that's what was so look good Look at Charlotte's it. face. She she reacted like, oh, I've got, I've got a good... Uh, line here like it wasn't a scripted line you could tell definitely and um yeah, yeah I, I just I thought, thought it was brilliant real. I thought they both 
And one thing about this I loved actually was this. I think you mentioned you obviously mentioned last week, Fish, about the doll and didn't like it and stuff. But uh, okay, Alexa still kind of has a doll and whatever, but she kind of was a bit more real this week. Yes, she 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 kind of stepped back a bit from her crazy personality. Um, I think that's been ha- happening it gradually anyway. It, no, it um, has. Yeah, like they, they've been doing less stuff with the doll. It's just been there as a prop, which I don't mind. I don't mind it being a prop so much. Um, it's when it was doing like stupid stuff like winking and then distracting people. That was that was bullshit. Like you yeah. can't be doing that, and especially in a title <laughs> feud. Like if you're going to do a feud for the title, Charlotte Flair is quite a serious wrestler. You don't want to make her. You don't want to make the women's title a complete joke um so i'm glad i think charlotte's doing such a good job of making it believable that she doesn't want to be in this stupid feud it actually feels like she doesn't but i don't know maybe she doesn't but it it, um it feels real which i i think's cool Uh, they've made me excited for the match now like i the promos have made me really excited to watch it even though i don't I say it's predictable. I don't know, actually, because, you know, Charlotte doesn't seem to have long title reigns. She has a lot of reigns. She doesn't necessarily yeah, have which, long reigns. Yeah, Alexa mentioned it. Yeah, Alexa mentioned it. Losing lose. the most. Yeah. Uh, again, Charlotte didn't design. seem to have a reply to that. Well, it's a good point. <laughs> Can't really yeah. argue that. They, they both had logic in their promos because Charlotte was saying, you know, you're, you're, you've been rubbish. You haven't done a lot since you've been yeah, used to the be goddess character and you're a champion. And, and you're a champion and stuff. And I was like, that's, that's true as well. Like, a lot of it was very... Very authentic, and uh, I, I really like that promo. It's kind of similar to, we'll get to it later, I'm sure, but the um, the Ruby Soho, Britt Baker promo. One, yeah, I, I was going to make a similar comparison, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it's similar to that. I mean, I think they nice went a little bit further. Nice to see some women with sort of real promos where they're let loose. Uh, yeah. It's really, yeah, really cool. it is nice, actually. That is a good point to kind of see how far women's wrestling has come because, you know, you go back a couple of years and women feuds were very one-dimensional and this, this this theme is a bit deeper and it isn't the only one in wrestling at the moment to, to, well the to, sort to, to of like um, that, so feud that we don't want i'll mention a bit later on in the show yeah uh, that was either and do drop that's the sort of that's yeah. a classic <laughs> we're trying so to that, get away that is from. exactly what you would get isn't but it? i'll mention that a bit later on in my favorato segment <laughs> but yeah. i'm going to give you a spoiler there. Come up. um and just I want to say this is my favorite ever feud with a slide in the ring. I, I think this is the best feud I've ever seen with a slide in the ring. Yeah, well, I think yeah. it's brilliant. I actually think Charlotte should have gone down it at some point. I would have done. She might do onto <laughs> onto a head or something like that. You could do a cool move off of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some other people that I haven't seen, um, I just want to quickly mention some guys we haven't seen in a long time, which I'm actually really happy to see is. Um, Angel Garza and Carrillo. Yeah. Um, I thought this match was great. I was really surprised by them beating Mansoor and Ali because they seem to have a bit of momentum um, going. And uh, there, there, was a, there was a moment where they absolutely ruined Ali into the ring post. Yeah, that and was he, great. He, he went Ali flying. made that look fantastic. Oh, yeah. As, as Ali's such a good, good wrestler. But I, I want these guys to be used because I remember in NXT, these were two of my favourite up and covers and I thought these could be great and I thought oh no they've just put them in a tag just for the sake of it but actually I could really see these guys contending for the title and they've got the charisma to do it as well um mm. just like little well, things like the real life cousins, his pants off and you know? things like that um I, love it. I, love oh, that. I just think it's great and I, I hope we're going to get a build now 
and we might see them in the title picture at some point, especially with the draft coming up. Um, yeah, we might have some new. The thing tag is, teams I mean, you've through. got um, they're obviously going to be a heel tag team, which is interesting. We've not really seen Humberto as a heel before, but Garza's a great heel, um, and you've got obviously RK Bro at the moment as the the raw champs or baby faces. So maybe they could be the next heel sort of team to push and be challengers. For RK Bro, I would like to see that match. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can see some good interactions between Gaza and Riddle if they did yeah. that. I yeah, can definitely. see some real good. Because I think Gaza yeah. has been one of the most criminally underused wrestlers Yeah, going. I think he is so good in ring. And I want to say as well about this match, the finish of this match where Gaza had like a... He did like a, ch- a chin lock, um, but like... I don't, I don't know what you call it. It's like it's like a reverse chin lock. Or like, I, I don't know what it's called. And um, Gaza did like a running drop kick onto the guy's chin as he was being submitted. And I just thought it was brilliant. Um, yeah. I, 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 mean, I, I really enjoyed that. Finish. It feels it's like, like about time they did something with these two, really. Yeah, I mean, they are related. And I think they, they had a little cousins. feud. They did, they yeah. in 25 Live? They did mention. No, it was on Raw. It was on Raw. Was it on Raw? Yeah. Yeah. yeah when Cruiser it was on Raw, maybe. Yeah, it was that kind of period, I think. But... um. Yeah, I, I thought it was great, and I just think, um, just give me Gaza. Um, like my only downside is very minor, but they got rid of Gaza's, they gave him new music, and Angel Gaza is some of the best music in WWE. I, I, I loved his music. I loved his original theme tune. I can't, I, never you know what, it. I, can't I can barely remember it. So if, if, I could, if I could play music on this I remember podcast liking it. and not get sued, I would play it for you. I'm going <laughs> to, I can't remember right now, I'm going to go away and I'm going to, sing it for you next week but I, I i i love it angel garza's theme music and it, they changed it to something quite generic just um, um nice to see some some guys being used let let's carry on just one yeah. more little thing from raw before we move on i think we should move on in a minute but um i really enjoyed as well raw was i thought this was probably the best raw this year all things considered with the main events yeah, I Charlotte I stuff good wrestling negative and, um, on the show I, th- mm. I thought another really good match just on the show quickly was um, the Orton AJ Styles match, which you'd expect from two people of the, that caliber. But I really loved the spot with the like Spider-Man meme bit where um, AJ yeah, went to do the, the phenomenal forearm and, and then RKO. And then they both stopped and pointed at each other. Like, yeah, yeah. I know what you're going to do. You know what I'm going to do. I just thought it was really, really good stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't anything special, but it was just, um, I thought that was just good wrestling. And and sometimes that's all you need. Again, it, it, this shouldn't be a point, but it was a clean finish between two great guys yeah. having a good match. This, this, this it's so, so basic. Just all of that. Just, you don't just, always have to overcomplicate everything. It shouldn't be hard. And actually, so I should say we haven't mentioned yet, and again, this will be a quick one, but the oh, Nia Shayna stuff. Yeah, that was... Oh, we finally got to see that. the Shayna Basin, I think we've all wanted I think to see. Last last week, we all said that Shayna was... I mean, I think Crust even said that like he wouldn't even care if Shayna was not on the roster anymore because she was that irrelevant. And, yeah. You know, now I'm, this is really... I'm really like, happy that, that... I've changed my mind now. Yeah. Exactly. To show some of that NXT grit that I wanted yeah. from her. I want to see so, her breaking people's arms and Jax's reaction. Was I want her to be a heel that I hate. I, yeah. I want just to in, not like her. I'm impressed by um, their direction with this feud because I just assumed <coughs> that the, the way Shayna Baszler has been booked, I just assumed Nia was going to win the match. And that another clean finish, by the way. And then they'd have another match, and I would just win, you know. But they did a clean finish. Shane had destroyed her, and then beat her up afterwards. And I was like, "Wow, okay, that's the direction I want to see." Mm-hmm. Nia will no doubt get revenge at some point, but apparently she's out for a definite amount of time. So there's a storyline injury and angle there. there lo- looks like they're turning Nia Jack's face, which I don't know how well that's going to go down either. She has been uh, face before, but 
uh, yeah, when, but they, when they did the bullying yeah. angle with uh, Alexa I feel and like, Mickey. Yeah, I, I feel like... have to get my weekly Mickey uh, reference in. By the way. Yeah, how do you get her in every week? I don't, know. I don't know how I do it. <laughs> I don't know how I do it. I, I just feel like she's getting less popular each week, Nia Jax. I think it's hard, harder and harder to make her face. But we'll, we'll see how we'll see when that, how that comes. Um, NXT then. I, I, I don't think we need to go into specifics of NXT this week because there wasn't too much standout-ish in terms Just of matches. matches. <laughs> a lot of squash matches, a lot of everything. But we're two weeks in of 2.0. What do you guys make of NXT so far? I am a bit just confused i said last week i was confused and conflicted there was some stuff i really liked there was some stuff i didn't like and there was some stuff i just didn't like get what what it was doing mm. and i'm still a little bit in the same boat i really liked the um the opening stuff of champ on this show like it was proper felt like an old nxt promo and with the veteran mm. kind of do you know, do you know what the i actually didn't like that because it was a bit weird and staged i, I didn't I like the way they were all just i don't behind. like but I like the six guys in there, and it just like that's I, I, I don't like stuff like that. I want there to be a reason for them to be in the ring, and it was they were just yeah, stood there but, waiting for him. But the one weird. thing, the one thing I think that's standing out at the moment is the fact that they're just trying to cram everything in, and like they're doing squash matches that are really quick, they're putting so many people on a new show rather than focusing I was on confused. Yeah, I think they should I think after on... about three new people, I was getting a bit fed up. Yeah, I was like, hang on, this is like an advert. It just felt like there was a load of adverts. Yeah. I, I feel like um, what they should do, I, obviously when you've rebooted it, you want to have three or four new people, um, yeah. three or four new stars that you want to push. But I think they should only put the people on the st- on the show that they're planning on actually pushing and presenting because they put people on the show here. For example, Amari Miller. Um, against she Kaylee. got a promo. She got a promo and then she just had a squ- she just got squashed by Kaylee Ray. And I'm like, well, you're clearly not doing it, gonna do anything with her. Why why are you bothering? Whereas stuff like Bron Breaker, who they're clearly very high on and is actually, I think, brilliant and, and yeah. gonna be a real star. He is put him on the show. He is push the standout, definitely. <clears throat> and and there's a few others that I think, oh, they've clearly got direction and plans for them. Um, even like Andre Chase, you know, he had a cool, I thought his segment on this show was quite good. I yeah, quite liked it. It's actually one I, I, I got really into like, the university yeah. segment. I, I thought that was quite good. And I think maybe there's a few, you know, you, you can do stuff with that. And the Joe Gacy stuff with Cameron Grimes, like at least that had direction. Um, and he got an in-ring promo. And I, I got to know a bit about his character. He's not just a guy, you know? So I, mm. I like that kind of stuff. I really, really like um, Toxic Attraction. Um, with Mandy Rose, I think they're a, they're a really good. Yeah. Group. That's a great name, by the way. For, for a um, I was going to say. Like talking of change, you mentioned uh, changing the entrance music earlier. I was annoyed when I heard Gigi. Then I didn't hear Gigi Dolan's uh, Marilyn Manson style music, and they changed it. I was gutted about. That. I didn't even know. In fact, I nearly made it my skid mark. I was like that annoyed. I was like, how dare they? Because I, 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 I nearly great. made Andrew Garza's music change in my skid mark as well. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so just do skid there is some stuff based then, on Dean tunes. Yeah, and then but then there's stuff on the show like Tony, this Tony D'Angelo guy. He's had two video package promos now, saying basically the same thing, and it's just such a generic character. Oh, he's a like a old school like Italian mafia guy. Like, yeah, it just, it's just such a cheesy gimmick, and I just don't, I don't have any interest in it. And then we got like new people like this Lash Legend woman, terrible name as well, by the way. Come out like and was like, oh, by the way, I'm having my debut segment next week. And I just think, like, how many more new people can you push at once? I get that it's a reset. It's like they're doing a but... trial and putting it on telly. Yeah. It's, it's like they they're doing tough enough or something like that. 
And they're just yeah. saying, okay, let's cram as many people in as possible. I can't get into any of them apart from Braun Breaker. Yeah, um, he's been brilliant. That's that's the only one I'm actually interested in. I lost interest and was like, I'm just getting bored now. I like seeing new people come through, but it's too much not, at once. It, that is it. Do it's the matches, but don't do loads of promos as well. <laughs> it's like too. And I just feel like we're lo- we're gonna lose. And there's a lot of NXT people who have not really been on the shows at all with this last couple of weeks. That like, where are these guys gonna go? That we're in the middle of pushes, in the middle of storylines. Um, I'm just thinking like the women's division, like Zia Lee's had the whole thing with like Mei Ying and stuff. Like that's gonna just disappear off the face of the earth. Like the champions have barely been on the shows as well. Like MSK, where are MSK been? I know. They're the tag team champions. You mentioned last week, Krusty, as your skip mark, that the women's champion wasn't on the show, um, really, Raquel. It's been two weeks now. MSK were in the crowd in the wedding. That's all they, that's all we've seen of them. That's pathetic. It's your tag team champions. So I and I'll get to there's a there's a skip my skid mark is NXT related to do with a, um, a feud as well, but has kind of hit, hit into a hole. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like everything's been reset almost too much. And I know that's the idea. And there are mm. some good things in it, but there's just it's for me, it's hard to get into at the moment. Yeah, I just quickly I've got a note here of the promos on the show. Promos slash vignettes, you know, all these type of things. Do you want to have a guess how many there were on the show this week? I reckon about like 12, 15. There it was 15, yeah. 15 mm. promos. Most of them people we either don't know, like there's Brooke Jensen, Josh Briggs, Zion Quinn had a friendly first one into a door. I don't know yeah. who the fuck that was. Joe Gacy, Andre Chase, Von Wagner, the weird, he was just hitting tires. I don't know why that was on the show. Uh, Cora Jade and Trey Baxter dating. Who knew that? That's, that's what that was on the show for some reason. Yeah, I'm not sure. The Lash sure legend, Grayson Waller now. Apparently, we have to care about him. Oikeman Jiro had the weird thing. I, I love Oikeman Jiro, by the way. I'm going to put that out there. I actually, I actually not into the tool yet. I think he's um, I like him. Zoe Stark and Neo Shirai had the, uh, when they accepted the challenge. And then, yeah. some, who is the woman who came out and said she's in the title's best friend? I have no idea who that is. She was, she, her name's Portia something, I think. But yeah, she's yeah. another new person. She was on the, the well, first like, time we saw her was on she the She said, Oh, I'm in the Hartwell's best friend. As if, as if I should know who that is. I and don't plus, even introduce the Hartwell's surely, best I know, friend. I know that she was like, oh, you want to go to tag titles? I know Candice LeRae's pregnant, and that's why. Mm. Yeah. But, like, that's a bit odd. They're just kind of, you know, and I, I, Candice LeRae's another one. I know she, again, she's pregnant. Johnny Gargano wasn't on NXT this week. Mm. Like, Kyle yeah, O'Reilly's they, barely been on it. I know he's just coming into a feud, but there's some, I just don't know. I don't they know, have got there's... the um, honeymoon next week, which I expect. Gargano and Candice to be there watching or something when they don't. They probably will be, but I want to see Johnny freaking wrestling, man. I want to see him in the ring. Like, at least we did get, I mean, one thing that reminded me of the old NXT a little bit. Again, the matches are too short. We talked about squash matches. We did get Roddy versus Kushida for the Cruiserweight title, which is two great NXT wrestlers of, you know, the last era coming and having a decent match. It wasn't takeover standard that they could have. Um, and we got a title change, so that's newsworthy. Yeah, I wonder um, I, whether that means Kushida's moving i don't know i i I don't know what's going to happen there um the fact that grayson waller as well comes straight out afterwards and challenged suggests they're not doing a rematch not doing anything there as if we should care again they've just moved on move on this and i I like diamond mind mine now Um, and i like i like the 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 act they've got i quite like it i'm torn on diamond mind i like the creed brothers and i I do think it was the right decision to put the belt on roddy but i just feel like I want a little bit more from that match. It was good. I, um, I think it could have been a better. I'm a bit concerned about NXT, to be honest, at the moment. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I, I think I it's going to build, but I reckon they're going to go back to. Yeah, that's the thing. I was going to say. I think, I think they've gone back to being developmental rather than the third brand, as they claim to be. A couple, like a couple of years ago, they were inside. And, that, and that's all well and good, but you've, you've got a selection of wrestlers in there who are too good to be developmental. And that's the problem. Well, if that... you're going to have a developmental brand with Bron Breaker in it, then that's fine. But then if you've got Pete Dunn, Carla Riley, Champa, these guys are like up there with the best in the world. Like, and they're not developmental guys, so yeah, it, I, I want to mix it up a bit too much. I want to see some guys move to the main roster. I think they will in be. the draft. Like, an LA Knight was LA Knight on the show this week. I don't think he was, he was right at the start. He got, yeah, he was, did the promo. That was it. He's oh, he was, be, he's got to come up. Yeah, yeah. But LA Knight, you could move Dunn up, you could move Kyle O'Reilly up. I've you heard rumors about um, Io Shirai, Kashida, Io Shirai, <clears throat> you could move. Grizzled young veterans. I'm trying to think of all the people hope, that aren't uh, really being used. I'd hope. I hope, and um, mm. they might move uh, only Lorcan and Danny Birch because they got beaten up by Ridge and um, Pete Dunne. We haven't seen them since. Oh, no, I, I don't care about them. Grizzled young veterans. Yeah, they could. A good shout. Yeah, I think grizzled young veterans. They would be good, good at riling up some crowds. Yeah, yeah, they're very good. I just and they're think great in ring. We've and another point actually quickly. We've just had the breakout tournament where we introduced eight new people. And always at that point, you're like, oh, eight people at one time. This, you know, it's, it's a bit much. No, they've, they've just thrown in another 20 at us. And this, and, yeah, the, you, the you great cannot get behind there. people if you're just throwing new people at us. Because as a viewer, you're like, oh, new person. Oh, who's this person? What's, what's, what, what, you know, why should I care about them? And you forget about the last person because you're, and it's just too much. The only one who was stuck is Bron Breaker. He's the only one so far. For, I think for all three of us. Like, we all like, I think. And I think that's just because he's an absolute monster. Yeah, and, and he's been given time in the ring. Mm. Um, he's been presented as a big like, deal, hasn't why he? Why should we care about D- Dante Chen? Does I completely know? forgot about him. Trey Baxter. Why should we care about Trey Baxter? Joe Gacy. Why should we care about him? Um, even to a degree, Odyssey Jones. I don't think he's done enough for me to think like... Oh, At least he was in the tournament, him. though. And you've seen you've seen a build-up of his matches. Yeah, but so, so was Josh Briggs. And uh, who's Josh I know, Briggs? but Briggs, uh, Jones did get to the final. Yeah. I'd have rather them... So him and Carmelo, I do care about... And started to build um, um, people like Ashanti. Um, yeah, on this. yeah. Is that right? Yeah, people like that who we've seen snippets of and they could be really good, but not enough. Why, why bring so many different people in in one week? I don't know. We'll do a tournament again. Just just do another tournament and let well, them th- all this wrestle. Is, I think the point we made last week is you could have done, could have left a. You don't need an NXT champion right now, really. You don't need one. It's not like you've got a takeover, you know, on the horizon. You could have left the title vacant and done a big tournament. And the, you could have the final was Champa v. Bron Baker. You could have had that as a final. But we could have then learned, you know, maybe maybe Carmelo Hayes, or oh, actually he's probably a bad example because we know that. Maybe Tony D'Angelo gets to the quarterfinals. Maybe, maybe we like Tony D'Angelo because we've seen him wrestle, we've seen stuff about him. Um, but instead... They're all thrown in at random points and they're just getting squash matches. And I, I think there is a point to squash matches to a degree sometimes, but not when that's all you've got on your show. Yeah, there's too um, many. There's too many. And it's too much at once. Too much. Just quickly, Fish, there was a Twitter poll. Did you oh, have yeah. the results on that? For... Yeah, so we did a Twitter poll. We had a few interactions. We didn't have a massive amount of... Uh... So it's a small sample size, but um, the majority of it was quite negative on NXT. I basically asked, what do you think of NXT 2.0? Because I've seen, the reason I did it is because I've seen mixed reviews. I've seen some people think it's really, really good. They like it. The direction, they think it's quite cool. I've seen some people that think it's all right and are just giving it a 
time to breathe like that's how i feel about it you know mm. i don't hate it but i don't love it i just i think, I think the match in the wrestlers need time to breathe that's the problem yeah and then there Given was sort of the option three or four of, minute match isn't enough no yeah. and then and then we've had the option of um not liking it and the majority was the bottom two so either it's i'm not bothered yet but we'll see or i don't like it there was a few that did like it but the majority was was negative and it didn't surprise me too much because I feel like people don't really know what this brand is is yet. Yeah, and I, I think sometimes people are too quick to just jump, to finish jump to in point at the moment from me anyway. NXT's probably gone from being one of my favourite shows to watch to the bottom, and it's gone to the bottom without doubt. There's no question. Oh yeah, <laughs> I agree. Maybe yeah, I don't well, like Raw or something. I can set up a good segue here because. The Wednesday Night Wars, NXT v AEW. Look at the difference now. AEW is now, in in my view, my most looked forward to show of the week. And NXT yeah. is the bottom. And they have yeah. just... Mine are AEW and SmackDown. Different uh, directions. And they have been NXT. for a long time, really. Um, but I always used to really look forward to NXT as well. Um, yeah. But now NXT, you know, it, at the moment, it's it's definitely fourth out I'm of sure the main I'm sure we'll be four. saying something different in four um, weeks' time. But yeah. at this yeah. moment in time... And just we we it here, can have its own skid mark. Yeah, we here at Recharge Wrestling, we always keep an open mind, so we're not closed books on NXT just yet. No, but, no chance. No, I mean, I watch. We're, I watch we're, NXT willing, we're willing UK to give in. We're willing to see. To well, see if you him, heard us talk about six months ago, we well, we would have been didn't like Raw, and we loved yeah. NXT. Mm. Um, and I I've had periods of time where I've been high on Dynamite, but not as high as other people. Well, there like, was points no, when when times. um. For us in the UK, when you wake up Thursday mornings and I'm thinking, okay, what do I watch? NXT AW. I would often watch NXT first because I'd be more more into it. And mm. now, if I had that choice again, there's no, I wouldn't even NXT would even be a, a fourth AW. So many superstars though in the last few that months. It's propelled, That's and the I think difference maker. That now means we should talk about Dynamite last yeah, well, night. Dynamite. We all watch today, so we're, this is fresh for us. Mm. We're all, we're all fresh for this one. Obviously, um, we didn't mention Rampage as last Friday's show, but we can link it into this. Anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I think AW as a whole kind of, I don't think Rampage should get its own. No, 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 no. Only one of the... This week's Rampage is quite a only, only one of the matches kind of linked to what happened on Rampage, and I, I'll mention that when we get to it. But, yeah, um, I, I think we need to start with Daniel Cinemagan. Of course, um, <laughs> yeah. Which kicked off the show, which wasn't My a God. surprise to me. Bit of a surprise that kicked off the show, but what a match this was! And just I want to quickly say, I don't think this was anywhere near as good as they can go. I think they can go a couple of levels up on this match. They've definitely got another gear, they have a hundred percent, and it was so good anyway. The hype around it was just, just incredible. The point like the they both stood in the ring in opposite corners looking at each other, mm. the crowd went mad. That uh, Danielson was laughing and uh, smiling. Kenny was, was just. You know what, did you hear what sort of lip read what Kenny was saying? He was going yeah. like he was like going yeah. like I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like it was proper healing it up and it like it was didn't Kenny matter to him. At, is, like it didn't matter Kenny's to him. He's the all. goat, I think. I think Kenny is the goat at the moment. He is great he, at the moment. Don't let the tribal chief hear you say that. The tribal chief will be on you like a. He would, but he he is just insane. They're, 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 they are the top two at the moment. In and, and ring, he Brian's is right insane. Well. Um, I mean, this, I, I can honestly say, I think even Trump in WrestleMania is my most anticipated Brian match. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, even, I suppose, discounting when he won the double title. Um, oh, but, you mean ever? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think so. I think right, up there, yeah. right up there, yeah. Right up there. Or recently, then, yeah, easily. Uh, easily, recently. Before the WrestleMania match, I wasn't really fussed on Brian. Yeah, and I think, um, there's, a, I think there's a couple of factors why. I think, one, it's in AEW. So we don't, like, if it's WWE, you think, oh, this is going to be a, a, a kind of smudge finish. It's going to be like a roll-up or a distraction. Probably not going to be a clean finish. Well, we didn't even get a finish here, so. I know, and that <laughs> that is, I don't, I don't know what you guys thought about that, but I actually liked the finish. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it at all. And it, because kind of... it doesn't happen often. We've seen it. Yeah, what, exactly. Cody Darby had it. Yeah, I think it was an Orange Cassidy. I think it was an Orange Cassidy yeah. match as well. Oh, yeah, Cassidy. Yeah, he did, I think that was he? maybe Cody as well. There's definitely it, it works in this scenario, doesn't it? Yeah, and I yeah. think it's it's a good card AW have because WWE would never do a draw. Do you know what it it it's a good job they opened with this because I think if they did the main event and did the draw, I think fans yeah, would be a bit like, you are you kidding me? Yeah, I think the finish does. Um, sh- it works. They're very clever, aren't they? Opened it. Um, I think the match was mixed in in terms of the the technical wrestling was quite slow, but actually they're two of the best wrestlers in the world. So they're going to show this off. But then when yeah. they did some real big moves, wow, did they do some big moves. And one I wanted to mention, um, well, a couple of them actually, the, the Snapdragon on the ramp. Mm. Oh, when I, you know I that Brian when I saw that off for so long because mm. of concussions, you're like, wow. <laughs> to put his trust in Omega shows how much of a good wrestler there is. And wow, did he make it look good. Yeah. And then you had some huge V-triggers with, like... Yeah, he ran down the ramp, didn't, didn't just... he? Ran yeah. down the ramp. And I, I thought, oh, Brian's going to jump out of the way of this. There's no way he's going to connect to this. He just absolutely flew into him. I know. Which is, with other people... Um, I mean, I, I'll talk about it a bit later, but Ruby Soho was an example of this. The run-up just looks, like, pointless. for the, They're running up for the sake of it. They're having a little trot. Kenny looks like he's going to take his head off, which mm, yeah. I, I, I think it's great when they can make it that convincing. Yeah, um, the avalanche dragon suplex off the top. Wow, uh, <laughs> could it? Could you get any worse than on the ramp? And then he goes. Although and Brian that. did land on his chest, though he kind of flipped over in the air. Um, I don't know whether that was intended or not, but Brian, like he didn't land him. How I think maybe they want. No, he didn't. I don't think. Or you maybe could it was do on a dragon off of the top. Could you? But yeah, it's just these moves. And then Brian did some some amazing reversals like out of the one winged angel. Um, just yeah, showing how block, how good he is, uh, and it looks so convincing as well. Like, yeah. yeah, I just think the wrestling for the pair of them was just was in terms in terms of in ring quality. This may have been the best TV match um, this year. There's been we've been treated recently. It's not easy to. I mean, we've had uh, Edge and Rollins. We've had Brian and Reigns earlier on in the year. I mean, Brian's last match in WWE. Yeah. You do say that, um, but. I think it's a genuine question. Was it the best match of the week? Because I, th- I the, honestly, the main think, event on Raw was. Very I think Biggie e. Lashley Roman. Yeah, is in the conversation with this match. I think it's that was that good I, on Raw. I think as a match, Brian and Omega is better. But see, I I'm actually on, on the camp of the Raw main event being I better than this as a match. Because I think this, 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 you know, this can be better. There was never a point. Well, there was a maybe if it had a finish. Yeah, but like there's never a point where both yeah. of them are going hell for leather on each other and you know big kickouts and stuff. That's saving like, for a pay per view. No one hit a finisher. No yeah. one kind of got in what they wanted. And I think if they would have done that, 
like w- would have maybe gone up the extra level, then there was no question. But I, I think, think that's exciting though that we've got that. Whereas I think the superstars on Raw went for it. I think did. that's oh, Raw, almost Raw, Raw, that's Raw, almost at their peak. Whereas you know Omega and Brian can go. Oh, they're definitely going to do another match. We've seen Omega go way way above that. We've seen um, Brian go way above that as well. It's going to yeah. be. It's going to be so good. They'll, they'll save that for um, they'll save it for pay per view, and it's going to be incredible. That will be the match, I think. That will be the one. They'll do they'll do another match, and it'll be insane. That was yeah. bloody good for a TV match. It's just when they do it with an actual finish and a potentially a title change, even maybe. I don't, I don't see it as a TV match. It's weird. I see this as it a, felt like a pay per view, didn't it? Like it, did feel, it feels like a pay per view, which I kind of want. That I, I don't like this thought of oh, we're going to hold back. And then we're going to go crazy at the the um, pay-per-views, which I think WWE is coming out of at the moment because AEW are forcing them to. Yeah, and, and the thing is... Yeah. Such a good era for wrestling. Such AEW, a good time because AEW doesn't do pay-per-views monthly, they can have big TV shows like this. Mm. Whereas because WWE does so many pay-per-views, they try to save it for pay-per-views and then up weakens the TV product. Um, mm. And I've seen some people recently suggesting maybe WWE should do less pay-per-views because then they could do more big matches on Raw and on SmackDown. Um, like the MSG show felt like a, from SmackDown, felt like almost a little mini pay-per-view. Mm. And they don't do that often enough. They could always um, extend maybe the Raw or SmackDown as well if they want to make them feel a bit bigger. Mm. But I guess it's all about money. Yeah. yeah and Should we move on to the, the second match in the card? Yeah, MJF Pillman was the next one. I mean, we've got a Punk promo in the middle of this, if anyone wants to say anything about that. I thought it was just yeah. a generic promo from Punk. Yeah, honestly, honest I don't even think... I didn't but, think much of it, to be honest. I don't no, think it was even worth it's, mentioning. I think, it's the crowd pleaser. Yeah, I think Punk is was uh, in ring later on the same night because they recorded Dynamite the, uh, Rampage the same night. So I think it was just uh, just to get him on both shows, but I don't think it was needed to the promo. No, personally. it wasn't, no. Um, um, I do think that even though this is a, like a pay-per-view card, I think the Brian Omega thing was the best thing on it by quite a distance. I yeah, say that no, yeah, we've definitely started. With, I think um, yeah, MJF and Pillman was was fine. It was decent enough. Um, yeah, MJF needed a win, didn't he? And, and MJF got a win, which I think was. And he was just happen. being his usual, not bad self. He, he held on to Julia Hart, and yeah. Um, that was probably the, my favourite bit of the match. Yeah, and actually, again, it's not one I, I went down the ending where Pillman jumps off the top rope and he caught him and got him in a salt of the earth to um, yeah. clap him out. Really good ending of this match. And um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, it was it was just a good match, wasn't it? It's nothing special. Probably what you would expect. And I just thought Pillman looked good. Yeah, um, MJF you know, just has good matches. He hardly ever has, like, he's not going to have an Omega Danielson match, is he? But he's, he can... He can have a decent match yeah, well, he had yeah, an amazing he... match with Jungle Boy yeah World. he did have a I think I've already mentioned that yeah I think yeah. if you give him the right opponent he can but he's mm. been wrestling remember very slow I mean Jericho and things like that it's amazing yeah. he's very slow style I'd like to see him in the ring with um, Darby Allen again well he, like he did have a really good match on Dynamite about a month ago or a bit longer with Sammy Guevara which I thought was really yes, good yes that's the sort of person he had a really, really good match with, with Guevara um it was just before the five lebs of Jericho. It must have been Jericho's on commentary. Um, but yeah, it was it was really good. Um, should we move on to the next one? Yeah. Yeah. Malachi Black, Cody Rhodes. And uh, I think the first thing here, you've got Brandy Rhodes back, which was... Um, yeah, my favourite part. That's a, a surprise. Yeah. It was a bit of a surprise. And, and to be honest, my, I love the bit where she got in the ring at the start and just... That was cool. Swore at that, was, that was so that cool. cool. Brilliant. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not that into Brandy. And Black Brandy. laughed as well. 
I'm not into Brandy as an act that much. Um, I'm not that into Cody at the moment. I haven't been that into Cody. Although I, I know what the crowd in... by, the, by the sound of this. Yeah, I think, word, eh? I think his EVP status and, his, and the fact he's sort of won feuds that he, people didn't want him to win has kind of made him a heel and he kind of should turn heel in my opinion. Um, and people love Malachi Black as well, which uh, I think people, if, if maybe they're this, playing on that, they might be cleverly playing on that. They may well be because they, they do know what they're doing because they um, are boosting Black. Um, I, I thought this match was, I'm cool. so excited, really cool. Really am. Um, finish obviously protected Cody a little bit, didn't it? Because it kind of never like it was a roll up finish. Um, yeah, with, it, was uh, it was a roll up, I don't mind though. No, it because it had, you had the mist. Um, Very, uh, this is tajiri. actually the first one I've liked in a while. Let's roll up in a while. Yeah, and I, I feel like the, the feud's not over yet. So I feel like they're, they're, they're playing more into it. I think we're going to get a third match. I don't want him to lose, though. I want yeah, Black I mean, to I just keep want Black his I just want to keep Black to keep winning, yeah. I want to see Black against someone else out there, I think. I would rather that, but I, I think we're getting a third match at some point. Yeah, only, I mean, he's on both now. So you know. Where's Black go next, though? It's tough because the top of the, it's top of the card so stacked. He's not, not going to go to America, I, is I hope eventually we get my oh, dream. One of, one of my dream matches, and I said this a, a few years ago, mm. um, when I first got into Alistair Black, was that he reminded me of CM Punk in his wrestling style. I would absolutely love to see Malachi Black. Yeah, that'd Punk be good. Would I would be love insane. to see that. And if you beat him, I don't think that'd be next, but that, that would be a dream match for me. Because, you know, you know, I'm, Malachi is one of my favourites, and, and Punk is one of my favourites ever, so... Jungle Boy would be a good one eventually. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we've seen it on SmackDown before, but Malachi Black, that Brian Danielson, give them yeah. proper time on and a proper. I don't know if they ever have feud. had a match. I don't remember. No, they might them. not have. Not, not a feud have. anyway. They may have had like a five minute match on SmackDown. But... Yeah, but like I reckon that. Could I don't be, think they have to be honest. That could be some. Some. I think Black was on Raw like the whole time until the last few months he was there, and and Brian was always on SmackDown. He was never on Raw, so I don't think the paths have ever crossed in, in WWE either. Yeah, you could be right. I don't think they have. So that would be that would be a brilliant match, yeah. Yeah, yeah this match was just was was really good. I love the the black mass. Um I know he calls it something different now, but to where Cody kind of fell out of the ring, that was good. Yeah. Um and, uh, Cody think, did some good moves in this match as well. Yeah, I think kind of the main talking point here is the um crowd reaction for me. That's the one thing I took away from it. Cody was yeah. Malachi was cheered, and I think Cody's demeanor changed throughout the match. I think he actually started playing up to the, the stuff with a bit more. Yeah, he had the stuff with Arn well, as well on the fell, side. He actually fell, didn't he, Arn? He actually did. Yeah, but then you had the bit after that where he was kind of outside and he knocked into Arn. And I feel yeah. like there's there's something... Is Cody going to turn on him? You know, something like that? Or maybe turn Arn's Cody Hill. I think Spray that's... his hair black, make him all... I, I, I think it could be good. Um, yeah. Better than what he's doing now. Yeah, I'm not into his character at the moment, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so the next one is FTR against Darby Allen and Sting. And... Um, I don't know if I've made it known on here before, but I'm such a big fan of FTR. They're like yeah. one of my favourites um, on the AW roster, which is mad. No, you, you've loved them how, how since they were revival, I loved the revival from yeah. NXT, and I thought in this match they were... I, I think all four were brilliant, by the way. I actually I, thought, I actually I thought wanna, Darby was the least impressive. I want to give massive credit to Sting, man. I yeah. mean, how he looks great. 62 years but old. I also think FTR made him look great. God, they yeah. sold for him. God, they were good, and... I Just like Sting. I really guys. do like Sting. 
And I'm not normally a fan of some of these older guys. Well, when I heard he was going to wrestle in AEW, like, I was happy he was coming there. I was like, that's cool. But when I heard he was actually going to wrestle, I was like, oh, no. Well, I previously, wasn't bothered at all when, he's, when he first came in. in but now, I, I, I love seeing him come out. And I think the pairing with Darby is absolutely genius. And yes. I like seeing him in the ring. I know you said Darby sort of held back a bit. But I think that was on purpose, to, to let Sting... Yeah, this did feel like it. a... Um, uh... The feud is more about Sting and Tully, though, isn't it? Like, they yeah. teased the Sting yeah. and Tully match, so I think that's why, why they I think... punched him. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird to see Darby take a kind of a back seat in the match like this. I was um, a bit surprised. And, uh, well, I say take a back seat. He had the best moment of the match with the finish of his oh, that was... coffin drop. I forgot about coffin breaking up. The... This finish was amazing. I love the oh, finish. Oh, my God. I love the ending of that match. Yeah, the match was good, but Oof. the finish was amazing. Like coffin drop that. on the outside. Yeah, that was to stop him break up. And my God, he did a couple of the match coffin drops. Mamma um, mia! But pff, the balls on that guy to just drop on your back on the—I mean, that must have hurt Cash as well. Someone he's—he's he's in between the hard bit of the ring and then Darby's back flung onto the back of him. Um, and I'm actually just an, a, a little side note. I'm really happy that Cash is. Um, able to wrestle so quickly because he had a serious injury, didn't he, to his arm? Yeah. Um, like, he genuinely, like, his muscles got ripped to shreds but with um, catching it in the um, turnbuckle. And he's back and doesn't look, doesn't look like he's really missed anything, Cash. So I just want to give him credit as well. I just want yeah. to give FTR credit. I think they're both credit. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think they all did really well here. Um, should we move we'll on to the main pound on Vodafone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was an awful dad joke there. Sorry. Credit. He means like phone credit. That was oh, terrible. Oh, God. That was a Sorry. terrible joke. <laughs> that you, was... can you, you can tell he was a dad in a group. Here. That one was <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> that was an RKO there. I apologise for that. That was awful. Someone Sorry. Would, someone would have laughed listening. I just, uh, <laughs> I just did it. Um, I'm here next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, main event. Ruby. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. So, ho. V. Britt Baker. Yeah, um, I was what more. What do you think it is? I was more into the the promo on Friday than I was into the match itself. Here, unfortunately. promo was amazing. Um, yeah, the match was, was fine. Like, I did, it wasn't bad. Um, it was decent. Actually, I thought it was quite good. But I was really the, the promo made me really into it. I really loved the personal touch on it about banging a dude in the back and the fact that Ruby got fired didn't run away. I thought it was all really really good stuff. Made me into the match. The match itself was good. Um, wasn't over. I. Uh, it, the, the thing that kind of took me out of it a little bit was um, I kind of was 99% sure Brit was going to win. Mm. And that kind of made it a little bit pointless in that sense, but it's fine. Like sometimes predictable is good, but the way they also got to the finish was predictable here, um, you know, with the interference finish. Um, I know I get that you want to protect Ruby Soho. Of course you do. But I just felt like it was a bit like, oh, this is, this. yeah, that's just. Yeah, it's, it's one of those matches. Where I think we all kind of knew what's going to happen and maybe even how it's going to happen. Yeah, but exactly. I think it was the right decision. Cause I actually think Ruby Soho didn't lose too much in losing. It was, I, but I, it was I, kind I, of just like, I wasn't that fast. I wasn't that invested. Yeah. I, I think I mentioned last week or the week before, probably last week that um, I, I was a bit worried that they threw Ruby straight into the match. And I think well, if you lose this, then where do you go? But I actually think they booked it to protect Ruby a bit. And I, I, I think she still, like one thing I do think is she felt like she belonged in a title match, which after one squash match and a battle royal, you know, maybe 
most people wouldn't. So I, I, I think she come across really well. Yeah, um, I do. I thought the that. match was good, but I think the promo was that good on Rampage that it built up the hype so much that the match kind of let me down slightly. Yeah, that, that's a bit how I felt about it. I, I thought the first 10 minutes was very slow, very disjointed. It was like, it was as if it was a warm-up to their match where they were sort of choreographing it. It's how it felt to me. And at some points I was watching Ruby thinking, I'm not too sure she knows what she's doing at this point, which is a shame because I was that excited. And I thought in the, um, the match at All Out, she looked really impressive. Um, so yeah, I, I thought it was an okay match, but where enough sin Brit versus Thunder Rosa absolutely tear the house down, I I thought it wasn't up to standard. And I know it's not a pay per view, but it felt like one to have this main event. I thought was a disappointment. Um, if I was going to rank it in the matches, it, it'd be way down, if not at the bottom. Uh, against the rest which i think is a shame yeah. because the the women had a spotlight here um which is a maybe thing, maybe right? pressure got got to to ruby slightly it's like i mentioned earlier about the running the running uh, ready for a kick it just looked like she was jogging across the ring stopping and then kicking it was it was pointless she might as well have just done a standard kick mm. uh, to the face um but it was a good a good match they protected ruby i still love her as a character but in ring, it just didn't do it for me, which no. I, I thought was a shame with the amount I, of build up. I, um, but... I worry that sometimes with AEW's women feuds, once a person sort of drops off the title scene, they kind of disappear and fade away. And I hope that they keep Ruby around in a good, decent spot and a good feud. Mm. Um, because it'd be a real shame if she signed for AEW, her comes in quite hard, does well. Because they've not really signed, they've done this with. Obviously, they've signed men from w- a lot of men from WWE and stuff, and, and they've kept them hot. But like, if you notice, like Hikaru Shida, she had the belt for like so long, like a year, and now she's barely on TV. And I just don't want Ruby to disappear into that because I think that'd be a real shame. Um, I, I hope don't think they, they will. Something. I don't think they'll do that, and I think she's going to improve hugely. I suppose the thing we forget is she didn't get as much chance in WWE, so. Well, I think this was a good match. To, to be By fair, WWE feud, standard, it was good. Yeah, but I expected yeah. more. But I think the um, I don't think the feud may not be over anyway. Thinking about it, because of the finish, um, you know, yeah. I'm sure she'll try and get some revenge somewhere. Maybe she'll get a tag partner in AEW to try and take down well, Reho and Statlander and um, Sheena, wasn't she? Yeah. On the side, yeah. or was it Reho? Or was Sarah Logan doing? Sarah Logan, yeah. Sarah Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I know she was backstage on the um on the day she debuted. I saw a little clip of that. I did enjoy the end, though. Uh, there were some big moves with some kickouts, which did surprise me, and I, I did really enjoy that part. Um, I just yeah, I thought it was decent. It just could have been a five-minute match, and it would have been fine for me. Just do the last bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're ready for the skid marks, and um, I actually think I'll start this week because mine isn't maybe my most passionate skid mark of all time. I, I think. Um... Just quickly before you say it, I oh, think well. this week was probably the hardest week to find negative stuff from that we've done so far. It was yeah. the standard of the last week. Raw was like, we just debated whether it's the best Raw of the year. AW was like a pay-per-view. NXT, yeah. all right, it maybe had a few things we weren't keen on, but it's still in its kind of infancy. Mm. And then SmackDown was good. So, and, and didn't have anything that like, there wasn't anything amazing, but there wasn't anything that was stank the place out either. So I think it was Maybe that's different. why I felt a little bit negative on that Brit match because the rest of the week was just amazing. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. probably so, so yeah, so say what your skid mark was. But I, I must admit, I found this the hardest week to pick negative things to really have a rant about. No, I, I completely agree. And my skid mark actually comes from Brand Page last week. I think it's my first AEW skid mark. Um, it, was a, it was a hard week, like you say, but um, I think just Matt Hardy in general and his um, HFO, Ham, Hardy Family Office, whatever it's called, uh, I, I don't know, but Rampage at the start, we had Butcher and Blade against the Lucha Bros, which they lost, and there's nothing wrong with the match, but then um, everyone comes out in the, you know, I, I think we mentioned a couple weeks ago about Private Party being great, but they're being held back a bit by Hardy, and he just has all these people like he's got butch and blade he's got um the bunny um penelope penelope ford seems to be with him at the moment because she's not with kit sabian and he's got um private party and he's got um who are those uh the h2 hybrid two those guys as well with it's him. a it's bit just, overpopulated it's just isn't it? too much and it's hard to care about any of them and i really don't think it's working um, because we then because they lost, then we got the bunny, the bunny Vianna J, and the bunny lost as well. And um, and then you have Penelope Ford come out, and all ends all ends in a brawl again. It's all just a bit messy. Maybe it's maybe, and, maybe it's waiting for a build to break them up. I hope, yeah. I, I just I just don't really want this on my TV. And one of the main reasons is I've, we, we're gonna get to a Matt Hardy Orange Cassidy heavy hair match. Yeah, and I just, I, I just not don't, interested. I just don't care about it. I, like, with all the talent AW have, they don't <clears> need <throat> this on their TV. This is just so unnecessary, and I don't know if anyone cares. Like, because Matt Hardy got someone from the crowd and shaved, started shaving his head. Some guy dressed like Orange Cassidy. Um, yeah, Jack Evans with him, of course, because Jack Evans is someone we should care about, apparently. And I, I, I just, I, I don't know of. I say very strong week for wrestling and this was one of the only times i could have turned off a show because i was like i just don't care like yeah the, the rampage last week the start of rampage was ruined a bit for me because of just everything involved matt hardy coming out and then primo and i, I yeah i just didn't want to see him anymore yeah I, I agree with you on um on your skip mark on that i mean it would it wasn't it wouldn't have been my skid mark period because I don't care enough about it for it to be like, didn't bother me mm. enough. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's just, I just don't care about it. And and there's very little in AEW where I'm like, not turn off the TV, but I just, I'm not invested in it at all. Um, you know, all those, look at those, those matches on the, um, on the cards for dynamite and even this week's rampage, which I'm sure is going to be a good show with like CM Punk, be Will Hobbs and, and stuff. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, just Matt Hardy and that that group and this, this feud is just something that's just not not interesting. There's always going to be one or two feuds in AEW. Like the feud before, I remember we were talking about QT Marshall being someone we didn't care about, like in feuds. And then there was the stuff with, like even when the gun club turned on the big show, like... Yeah, that was pointless, on Paul Wright, sorry. There was all this <laughs> stuff and it just kinda, it's just kind of there as filler. And there isn't much on AEW where you feel like that, but like... Matt Hardy feels like he's in that kind of spot at the moment where fans are invested in so many other good things. There's so much great wrestling, so many great storylines that Matt Hardy's just kind of there doing a thing. There's so many other people that they should be putting on the show that they're not. Yeah, it's just, it's just a shame because Matt Hardy is such a legend, Lance Archer, really. Brian Cage. Um, there's some real good tag teams as well they're not using. Mm. It is a shame. Skiddy McSkid. Well done. <laughs> yeah, Skiddy McSkid all over him. 
it is a, it is a worthy skid mark, I think, from this week because, that, like I say, it was high standard. Shall yeah. I go on to mine next? Yep. Yeah. You may skid. I think Krusty's got, uh, Krusty will save the best one till last because I think he has got the most obvious one. Um, but uh, so my one is, um, it's a shame because it's it's this is a bit of a different thing. It's between two factions that I actually really really like, but I don't like what they've done with it. And that is the NXT feud between Hit Row and Legado del Fantasma. Uh, I've been a massive fan of Hit Row since they basically, yeah, since they uh, come on the scene. I really like um, Swerve. I think Top Dollar and Ashanti have added to his act. And I think BFAB, even though we kind of criticised her in-ring work last week, I I think her her character and her promos have been really, really good. I'm really interested in them. Um, However, I say that, but I feel like this feud is really is. I think they've been feuding now since like July or June, like th- two three months. I think we've got one six man tag team match before B Fab and Electra Lopez were even introduced to it. Um, weeks and weeks ago on NXT, like probably five or six weeks ago, before we were doing this podcast. Um, and I thought, oh great, you know this is good feud. They're leading to Swerve beat Escobar for the. North American title. And this kind of leads into what Krusty was saying last week about Raquel not being featured in the title. And then me earlier saying about MSK. Has anyone even remembered that Isaiah Swerve Scott has got a title? Because he is as much in the background in this feud as you can possibly be. And that is why it's my skid mark. Because this feud that was meant to be a title. He was well in it originally, but. This was, I thought, was leading to a great title feud between Escobar and Swerve, a match that I think would be really good. The premise yeah, seems, seems to be more but it's Electra Lopez v B Fab. It's now it? about B Fab and Electra. And I actually really was, in, I was more impressed with Electra Lopez's match than I was B Fab's. Oh, she, she, she was 100 times better than B Fab. Yeah. I thought she looked, I thought Electra looked all right. I thought she looked pretty good in the ring. I think she looks an imposing presence. I'm not, not into her as a character. My skid mark comes on the fact that they've dragged this feud. This feud's been going on for three months Mm. and Escobar and Swerve haven't had a match yet for the title. And where the hell is it going? What is the end goal here? What is the point of this? Because I feel like this is a never-ending feud that hasn't actually had any matches. Like WWE sometimes does never-ending feuds and they have 10 matches and it's too much. Here, it's not been enough. They haven't haven't even done a one-on-one match between Swerve and Escobar. The, the guys in the background are, are fairly in the background. And now it's just become like a feud about the women. And I get that tr- maybe they're trying to make all the parts of that feud. Like, you know, when the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle feuded and they kind of span mm. it off into separate feuds. So you had yeah. Santana and Ortiz feud with each other. Uh, Santana, sorry, Santana and Ortiz with FTR. You had Jericho with MJF. You had Hager with Wardlow. And you had Guevara with um, Sean Spears. But they all had individual matches. They all had individual. And it felt good. Whereas mm. with this, I feel like they're trying to do something like that but no one's having doing anything apart from the women. And mm. I just don't understand when the title is completely in the background. I actually forgot he had the belt until the other day he came out and he was stood in the back and didn't do it, say anything, didn't do anything. Cause I think Ashanti, the Adonis actually did a bit of a promo and then mm. BFAB come out and Swerve just stood there. And I'm like, you do realize this is the start of this group, right? Um, I, I just I don't get it. Yeah, you're you're right. Swerve Swerve was the hottest guy in, in NXT. Go, a few go, yeah, go, a couple go, of months go, ago, back, I was so into month. it. Mm. And now, yeah, I I always forget he's in that group, and it's just ridiculous to say. But it's like, oh yeah, he's there with B Fab, B Fab's group. That's what it seems to be at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's a worthy skid. What about you, Krusty? So, 
my a la skid, a la mark for this week was Eva Marie and Dewdrop. Um, I feel like I'm seeing the same thing every week. Um, I don't really understand what's happening here. The story doesn't seem to change. It's just Eva Marie versus Dewdrop and Dewdrop winning. Yeah. Uh, every week. I don't really it's... get it at all. Are they trying to fill the three-hour show? I, I don't understand. Yeah. There's plenty of other people that they could wrestle. Even have Eva Marie and Dewdrop in tag matches with other people to make it interesting. Say, well, I've got this friend and I've got this friend. Let's have a match. Not the same thing over and over again. None of them are showing any decent real skill in ring. And we know that... Um, Dewdrop can wrestle because of NXT UK. She's great. probably questionable, but I wouldn't mind seeing her try to do some more. But this is just boring. I am so bored of it. It's such a classic cliche um, of a feud anyway. Of the, The oh, you're not like me, you're not pretty, you're not normal, this crap, which I like to get away from anyway. Uh, I should have been on TV in 2021, that sort of stuff. It's just so boring. And uh, yeah, let's not have any more of these matches. I don't mind seeing them, but let's either put them in tag matches if we're going to keep them together or separate them. It's just gone nowhere. Uh, I don't know what's happening next with it, but please don't carry on. They've got a little crutch because they obviously brought Eva Marie back. They're probably paying a pretty well better than they're paying Dewdrop I'm pretty sure and Eva Marie cannot wrestle so they broke them up too soon they have to have Eva Marie on TV I think they will and I just yeah it's stupid it is so stupid like the match just she just runs around the ring she chases her and then she gets a ring and beats her up same out same happened last week I think you should either try her wrestle try her wrestling or make her a manager yeah, even really only works if she's a manager. She, she isn't terrible on the mic. I mean, she said some bad stuff on Monday, but I think she plays her role pretty well. I mean, I was just thinking, just as you were talking, maybe they, you, you could pair up with Dana Brooke, who's doing nothing, who's like a pretty strong girl and have that as like a connection between them. And Dana Brooke can be her heavy or something. And you can have Dana Brooke do drop matches, which would be a lot better than what we're getting at the moment. Just as an yeah. easy way to keep the future in, but have matches we maybe care more about. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I mean, I, I say I don't like the the fact they brought like the body shaming part bit into it. It feels like that's such cheap story type telling yeah. from like the nineties, where we've moved on from that now. Like you were saying earlier about the women's stories being three dimensional, yeah. feeling good and real. That's a step backwards, and. The fact that, like you say, they're doing the same. I wouldn't mind it if Eva got the better of Drew Drop once in a while or did something smart to it's make the it same interesting. Thing like, every I'm time, not just pretty, it? I'm smart and I can outsmart mm. you. And I might not be a better wrestler than you, but I can outsmart you kind of thing, which is is decent. But it literally is just Eva Marie, oh, I'm I'm pretty. Something I wouldn't mind. And then Drew Drop beats her up. Yeah. So something I wouldn't mind. Now, I can't believe we're ending the podcast with this, but <laughs> if Drew Drop went heel through snapping and all and maybe even marie manages her and becomes her manager and dewdrop just turns into some absolute wrecking machine that is how this all started by the way that we did start with dewdrop being, yeah but i being mean she should be a proper heel, being a manager but i mean a proper heel not not 
not what she started as. I, I, well, not even a heel, just a really good, powerful wrestler. Sort of like we have with Alpha Academy, with Otis and mm. um, something yeah, like that. I think in that NXT works. UK, she wasn't a face, um, was she? Yeah, she was. I mean, she had that partnership with Jack Stars and she had the feud with Kaylee Ray where she was definitely the face. Yeah, but I mean, I mean earlier than that, what, way earlier. Um, I, I, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, I, know. I felt like she was always... She was good in her. ring and she was pretty destructive as well. Um, but yeah, sorry to end on, on that. The, anyway, that's, the, but... that's a problem with our skin box. We always end on a bit of a negative note, don't we? But, yeah, um... maybe we should have a maybe we should have a positive one thing. I but so then again, we, we talk maybe about... Maybe we should start we like. with the skid mark. We, yeah, but yeah, we do like, in terms of the pods, we do like... 95% of positive stuff and just 5% of negatives. But... Well, yeah, I mean, we analyse most of the segments and most of that is fair. I think it's, it's been... I think we've been a bit negative about NXT, but other than that, I think we've been pretty positive. But there's a reason for that. Um, yeah. and it's because we, we care, NXT. Yeah, we care yeah. too much. Because we care. Yeah. We care too um, much, for, for, for like three, four years, that was my favourite product in wrestling by a mile. Before AEW was around, I'm talking here anyway. And even at the start of AEW, was competing with it, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, when it was just sort of, sort of raw SmackDown and NXT was the only things I watched. NXT was on another level with like Cole, Gargano, Champa, etc. And I yeah, just want lost line now. I don't expect oh. it to be the same NXT, but I want it to be good in a different way. And at the moment, I'm just not sure what it is. It's all about the boom. That's what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> he got it. Well, in. yeah, that, that's so some that's... good skid marks. Yeah, that is, and I think that's us done for another week. So we should probably wrap up there. Um, first thing to say is follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Um, interact with us, send us uh, messages, questions for the pod. We're always up for answering stuff on the pod. So, you know, any kind of interaction uh, would be useful. Um, also follow at Robot Republic underscore, who are our parent company. Um, and they have other podcasts on their platform as well. Our platform, we share the platform. Um, the gaming manifesto they have, which is um, just the latest in the world of video games. They have the Treehouse, which is a horror podcast, and the new podcast Into the Nerdverse, which is about comic books, film, and anything kind of nerd culture. Um, but I think for us this week, uh, so I think we're all out of charge now. So I think we're going to take the week to 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 recharge back up, and we'll see you the same time, same place next week. See you later, for guys. more cheesy puns. Yep. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> Come back for the puns. See Bye. Bye. See you guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.